BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Varel Coast to Coast. All right, let's bring Mafia in, Brian Siano, to talk about another fight card that we got going on on Saturday in the UFC. What do you got? We got a 7 o'clock Eastern start fight night on ESPN down in Austin, Texas, or the off, but, you know, it is on free ESPN for Carver. He doesn't like to pay those extra fees. But down in Austin, Texas, you got, of course, featherweight battle between Katar and Emmett, number four, number seven in this division. These guys are tough. These guys like to stand. They like to trade. Katar is 7-3 in the UFC, won three of his last four, four of his last six. Coming off a win over Chikazi, of course, everyone's going to remember him for that battering he took against Holloway two fights ago, but he rebounded well against Chikazi. Shohei's still a badass. Fighting Emmett, who's a tough dude. I mean, this guy has won six of his last seven fights, but the problem for him has been a lot of injuries the last couple of years. He's come in there, you know, and he had like a big leg injury that took him out of almost over a year of competition. Before that, he had another disclosed injury that took him out of a fight, and he had to push off towards the end of the year. So that's worrisome for me, and that's why I'm going with Katar in this one because, you know, both these guys are badasses. Emmett might have a little more power, a little more power for the knockout, but both these guys will either drop you or they'll go the whole round. They don't care. They'll go all the way to the end. It doesn't matter to them. And the big thing for me, too, right now is that Katar is only going to have a two-inch reach advantage, but he's going to have a five-inch height advantage. So, yeah, if you're standing right in front of me and I'm punching you in the face, that two inches is easy to make up. But now if I have to punch up at your face because you're five inches taller, that makes it a lot bigger reach advantage. So I'm going with Katar minus 265. I'm going to say it goes a distance. Now, interestingly enough, both these fighters, you know, will or won't it go the distance. Both bets are minus 112. So the book's unsure on that one. But four and a half is the total and it's shaded towards the over. So that makes me think they think it's going all the way. Five rounds is tough for guys who like to trade. But neither of these guys is big, you know, one punch knockout power there, you know, over the distance there, you know, lots of combinations, lots of punches that stack up for the KO. So I think they're going to go the distance. And if you want to also shade it a different way, if the book's shading towards the over, they're shading towards the go in the distance. Well, if you're going to go by points, each guy, Katar plus 155, Emmett plus 500. So if you do the math a certain way and do, you know, your normal bet on Katar, maybe a little less on Emmett, that way you cover both bases. You can still make some money here. Or you can take a chance. I like, you know, some of these props that they have where they have the different specials on FanDuel. One of them is Emmett by KOTKO or KTAR by points is only minus 130. That might be one way to play it as well. 
And then I'm skipping the co-main event because it's Cerrone versus Lozon. Lozon hasn't fought in three years. Cerrone's getting knocked out by the wind. These guys were supposed to be the first fight on a card a couple weeks ago. Now they're to the co-main event because it got pushed back. I don't get it. They're legends, but they're long past their prime. If this happened six, seven years ago, I'd be interested. This one, not touching it. I'm going with the welterweight battle between the Dirty Bird Tim Means and the trailblazer Kevin Holland. These guys have, you know, some interesting stories. I mean, Means was a guy who used to be, uh, had, you know, got shot, you know, in his early youth, then got addicted to, to pills off of that and then changed to meth from there. Went to jail for three years. And, oh, yeah, he's from Albuquerque, New Mexico. So surprising that meth came in the picture at some point. But, you know, a guy who's fought through and has had a good career here. He's got three wins in a row and four of his last five. But against no names are kind of washed up fighters in the UFC. Holland's won five times in the last seven and five times in seven months in 2020. Then 2021 went one, two, and one. So a little bit rougher stretch last year, but still is a legit badass here. Those two losses were against the Brunson and Vittori. So, you know, big name guys here. Coming off a TKO of Cowboy Alex Oliveira. He's, you know, a good striker. Both these guys, again, are going to be willing to trade. But Holland, six inches of reach. Even though there's only one inch of height, six inches of reach in his advantage. I'm going him minus 340. Now, the way the book is playing this, they don't think it's going the distance. Minus 120 to no, but how that will end points is the one that's the favorite at minus 115. I'm going to go with ending by KO, TKO, either guy, because they both like to trade, plus 130. All right. Uh, we welcome all of our radio affiliates, Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Map Radio, Sports Byline USA, up in the city by the bay, our boy Deepak holding it down. All right, let me ask you about, oh, by the way, uh, Jesse was probably selling means that uh, blue crystal out in Albuquerque. That stuff was hotter than a pancake on a skillet at one time. Projaka says Blahovich is the most dangerous man in the world, uh, and he cut off his signature uh, little ponytail. Are those two going to fight? You know, that's what he seems to be setting it up for. I think, you know, he wants it to be this big European battle. Obviously, the Polish fighter, the Czech fighter, the two, you know, champions from that. He thinks that they could put this in Europe somewhere. It would be a huge fight for them, you know, big money fight. So I think that's more of why he's, you know, going this way because Sashara gave him a great fight and he wants a rematch, which he says he's also open to. And Glo and while Lohovich was good with the belt, he got made look feeble by Sarah before Teixeira, you know, went for Przaka. So tell me about this Aldo Dvalishvili fight. Is it going to happen at 278? It looks like it's going to happen. Both these guys have seemed to agree to it. Of course, the pen paper is what you know, is important. But these guys seem to be gained. Very interesting fight, you know, because Dvalishvili really deserves a title shot right now. He's got seven wins in a row. He's only, you know, number seven in division. Aldo's tough. He's got a couple nice wins up at, you know, number three or four. But I think Dvalishvili really should be the guy fighting for the belt here. Uh, so Sterling and Dillashaw, looks like they're going to go at it. Do you think... Uh, Dillashaw was on the blue crystal. <laughs> he wasn't on the blue crystal, but he was on the PEDs. That's why he lost his belt. That's why he was out for two years. And Aldo wants a pay raise before he says he'll sign that fight. That's a big thing right now is he only made, he, well, not only, but he made 400 grand for that last fight against Jan. He says, I deserve more for my next one then. Let's bump it up. We'll see if the UFC caves to that one. Uh, you know, I think that he should be fighting Devosh really instead of TJ anyway. TJ had the two-year off because of getting tested for PEDs. And had one fight back, which you won by split decision. Now we're giving him title fight. Yeah, not cool. Uh, 
Tyson Fury says he'll fight again. If somebody gives him a half a billion dollars, I won't be surprised if they do. And Cabosos yeah, is going to uh, fight Haney again. He's going to lose to Haney again. All right, Moff. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Carver, hi, your boy. Don't call me Butch Harmon. Just spraying shots all over the green from one side to the other, back to the other. I mean, this guy is a mess. Also, Anthony Rendon of the Angels, done for the year with wrist surgery. Remember how much money they gave him to uh, go out west and play in Anaheim when he left, right? The D.C. Nats, right? And he has never played. He's never played. He got all that money and he never played. He's done for the year again. That has been the worst contract maybe in baseball. The one that they gave yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, he he barely played last year. He missed most of the season. Uh made it to June this year and now done again. Uh going to miss the rest of the year with wrist surgery. That is brutal. Apps and that that's why listen, that team, they I don't care Trout, Otani, it don't matter. They never get done. Ever. Never. They even had what? They even had a great start. Well, they were, you know, they were what? One game out of first after, you know, about Memorial Day, and they're still finished now. They're buried uh, by the end of June. What a shame. We got that under eighty-four and a half. Let's go. Uh, I, I just saw Harmon uh, do what you just said there because I'm so far behind you. He looked worse than me at the Cape Cod Irish Open on the 12th over at Ballymead. I mean, back and forth across the green. Uh, I mean, my. Like I said to you, you were asking me in the break. This leaderboard's kind of weak. Guys like Harmon, they're gonna they're gonna do stuff like that. They're gonna make the cut. They're gonna be there on Saturday. Sunday is when we're gonna see it. You're gonna see right. Rom, Morikawa, Rory, Scheffler. Those guys are gonna push to the front. Maybe one of these guys will stick around, but not all of them. They will all not be there uh, late on Sunday afternoon at Brookline. Let's finish up uh, the rest of the baseball. I have the West Coast games for you we will start in Colorado where the Padres come to town Gore and Freeland tonight Padres minus 148 total up to 12 and a half now in Colorado tonight yeah I'm on uh San Diego again uh Kyle Freeland's been getting beat every time he pitches 
giving up four and a half runs. Uh, Gore has been awesome for the Padres. I think he's like four and two with a two five ERA. I like the Padres tonight, and believe it or not, the under twelve. We have a full meeting of the Hairdryer Team of the Month Club in Oakland tonight. The Royals and the Athletics. Uh, Lynch and Frankie Montas are going. How about minus 174 now for the Oakland Athletics uh, with a total of seven? Give me the Royals at plus 146 on principle tonight. Well, uh, I'm going the other way. I'm on uh, Frankie Montas and his 3.4 ERA, and uh, Lynch has been awful, two and six, gives up six runs a game. Uh, I'm going to go A's and the over seven. The Twins visit Arizona this weekend. Madison Bumgarner begins his showcase for teams to make offers to the Diamondbacks. Twins are the road favorite, minus 132. Nine and a half the total. Listen, Smeltzer's been perfect, basically, uh, for the Twins so far. How about a, a perfect 3-0 and record with a 2-3 ERA? And then uh, Mad Bums a 3-5. I like the Twins to win the game and the under nine and a half tonight uh, in the Bob. The Angels and the Mariners again tonight in Seattle, Scotty. We've got Lorenzen against Robbie Ray, who, let's be honest, uh, has basically stolen money this year after winning the Cy Young uh, in Toronto last year. He's been awful. Uh, Ray and the Mariners minus 126, total seven and a half. Yeah, I like the uh, over here because both these guys have struggled. Ray's given up five runs a game. And uh, Lorenzen's been really good. For the Angels, believe it or not, he's been one of their better pitchers. He's six and three with a three and a half almost ERA. Uh, I actually, uh, I like the Angels in the over. And finally, Cleveland visits the Dodgers out in L.A. tonight. Clayton Kershaw gets the ball for them at Chavez Ravine. Zach Plesak going for the Guardians. Minus 290 for the Dodgers here. Total of eight. Kershaw has been great when he pitches, uh, you know, when he pitches. 4-1 and one with a 2-1 ERA, and Plezak hasn't been that bad. He's like a vet, goes out and does his work for five innings, gives up uh, about four and a half runs a game. I'm going to go Dodgers here, easy, and the under, light night of scoring in Lipstick City at Chavez. Uh, there you go. That is your night in Major League Baseball. Harmon finally putted in, Scotty, for double bogey. Uh, so that drops him to two under, three shots back of Buckethead. You know who's two under, playing well? Is your boy uh, Keegan yeah. Bradley, who's got uh, half of Boston rooting for him, and he's getting all he fired up, and he's does. sinking 15, 20-footers, and he's, like, uh, holding the putter like it's a wand now when he hands it to the caddy. Watch him this weekend. Keegan Bradley could be a sneak. Uh, that is a guy that I might be looking at. You know how after the second round, I like to add some plays for the weekend. Keegan Bradley yep. looking very good here. Round two on Friday up at Brookline. Uh, let's get to hockey, hockey, hockey. hockey now, Scotty, as we get ready for tomorrow night, a game two Stanley Cup Finals. We have Tampa and Colorado coming off, of course, the great 4-3 overtime game on Wednesday night. Couple of days of rest. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern tomorrow out at the Ball Arena in Denver. Uh, Colorado minus 154 
for this game. Tampa plus 128, total of six. We talked about this yesterday. Um, you, uh, I'm with you. It's going to be very tough for Tampa. I wouldn't count them completely out if they lost this game, but I think they will get it done tomorrow night on the streets and get this thing 1-1 back to Tampa next week. I mean, I hope you're right, Mike. I really do, because I said this yesterday. Uh, if they can win and, you know, steal the home ice, back to Amelie, go home for games three and four, I do not put any stock in them winning both games at home because they're 7-0 and in the building, uh, because the Avalanche are just so filthy fast and, and aggressive and, and talented. They can win any game anywhere they haven't lost on the road yet in the stanley cup playoffs believe it or not so they are not afraid to go to tampa here's the problem i'm having mike you know you're on them the lightning said that most of the players are like we didn't even play that well and we're gonna go out and win game two and we're gonna play better and we're gonna uh, you know go home one one that's the word on the street is is that you know they're just so great when they're when they lose a game, they come back and they win every time, and and that they're gonna even this series up. And I want them to believe it or not, but I already put the bet in and I bet on the Abs again, believe it or not. And I'll tell you why, because that game was three to one. It was two to nothing, then two one, then three one. And after one period, right, they were lighting Vasilevsky up at Ball Arena in Denver. And in my opinion. The Lightning are so good. That's why you get the Palad and Sergachev goals and tied up right in the second. They dominated them third. Nobody scored fourth. You get the Burakovsky and the OT and the winner. I actually believe that the Avalanche should have won that game, you know, five to three. That's how good they are on that speed and ice that they play on in Denver. Uh, I think they're going to beat the Lightning again. And I think they're going to beat them by more than two goals. I think they'll cover the goal and a half. I think they're going to go to Tampa up, too. I think they're that good. Look, they were very impressive the other night. I am not going to deny that. Uh, I just think that this team, they're going to get a better Vasilevsky than you got in the first period the other night. They'll find so. some timely goals. Might not be the guys we expect. Uh, I mean, I'm going to look for guys like Palat, plus 245 to score. He has scored a lot of big goals for them. Maybe even Corey Perry tomorrow night, Scotty, at plus 310 to get a goal. Those are the guys I'm looking for. Um, and they don't have point listed here. He should play again, but they've taken point off the board uh, for all of these props. So I got Braden McKinnon and McCarr scoring there. goals tomorrow night. And McKinnon and McCarr. McCarr, we get a big number with him, Scotty. Let's go. Plus 250 for McCarr to score tomorrow night. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. 
Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, we just had to go there, didn't we, Carver High? You had to start talking about my favorite person in all of sports. I thought that Torts was pretty high on that list. I didn't know. He's got to be, like you said, top three, top five, your favorite people uh, that you just love talking about. I don't know where he ranks along with, like, Aaron Rodgers uh, or Draymond Green. Like, he's got to be, like, somewhere, like, right in that in that area in the top five, but he will be back behind a NHL bench next season agrees to a four year deal to be the next head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, already the reviews are out. Uh, former Columbus blue jacket, Brandon Dubinsky who played for torts uh, when he was the coach there tweeted uh, prayers to the Flyers players uh, after the news. So torts out of the broadcast business and back into coaching. Well, you know, I'll give him this. Uh, early in his career, he won the Stanley Cup with the Lightning, right? Their first cup. And since then, his hard-ass coaching style has worn on players around the league like rubber on tires. And he is vilified by players in the NHL. So you can have him in Philadelphia. He never does anything anymore except uh, alienate everyone. He's an absolute jerkwad to the media, and the players can't stand him. I think it's a terrible decision, again, by a terrible organization that has gone ass backwards, frankly, since 1975, They've been uh, an utter train wreck. And every time they've made it in those years, in between a couple times, they lost. They always lose. They always end up going backwards. They've been one of the worst bottom feeders in the league the last few years. And now they got the biggest jerk in all the sports as their coach. It's a perfect place for him. Misery loves company. They will do nothing with John Tortorella as their head coach. And I still... Stand by what I say. If I ever see him, I'm going to slap him right in the face. And I'm going to knock him on his ass because of the way he treats people. Somebody needs to teach him a lesson. You know what he is? He's a bully that needs someone to smash his face in. And I'm the guy for the job. I am very interested uh, to see him coach in a market like Philadelphia. Um, I, 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 that does interest me in some. It's not going to go well. Places, he's been in places like Tampa and Columbus and Vancouver. Been, you know, I, I'm very interested. Let's just say, like, because he never coached in New York. He had, he was the Ranger coach, so we'll give him that. He did coach for the Rangers, but they, 
But How they did that won go all with the, the time. media in New York. He, he fought, fought with them, them the entire he time. Fought with Rosen, and it's going to be know. even worse in Philly because in Philly, the media actually wants to live up to New York standards for how low can you go. The tabloids in New York are as bad as it gets, the, the reporters. And then in Philly, they just try to be just as vicious. And you know it. He is going to be at war with them from day one. But here's the, and here's the thing. Yes, he coached in and New York. They were real. They were really good when he was the coach in New York. So even though he had some some barbs with Sam and a few other me- Larry Brooks, other members of the media in New York, they were good. So the fan base wasn't really out to get him. Yes, he fought with the media in Philadelphia. They're gonna suck. And the fan base will be out to get him. And that's a little different than what he had to deal with in New York. Because they're not going to be a good hockey team. Well, I, I think he's like recycled uh, bottled water. And I'll tell you what. Yeah. This will be his last job in the NHL coaching. I can guarantee it. He's already he's already fallen off a cliff as a coach. It, it doesn't work anymore being an asshat. And you know what? Another guy that's like following in his footsteps is this guy, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. No one likes him either. Ask anyone in Boston. The players couldn't stand him. And now he's going to a a team full of stars and rich, overpaid players that never produce. And they're not going to like him either. And another guy that doesn't do well with players, no one likes him, is Peter DeBoer. Now, how many guys do we have to see set the example that if you're a D, you're not going to be successful coaching in professional sports? If you're a D, it doesn't work. Like, you don't see Barry Trotz doesn't have that problem. I still stand by what I said. They made a huge, grave error in firing one of the greatest coaches in the NHL ever. You don't get rid of a guy like that I don't care what. Are the Penguins getting rid of Mike Sullivan? Are the Lightning getting rid of John Cooper? Why in the F would you get rid of Barry Trotz? And don't try to sell me on that hack-ass, no-name assistant that they moved up into the job. You know it as well as I do. You should have never gotten rid of Trotz. And you never hear anybody saying, boy, he was so mean to the players. You know what it was? You go, you're one win away from the Stanley Cup twice. There was nothing wrong with the Islanders. What was wrong with the Islanders was they built that new hockey rink at the horse track that took five years, and they never played a home game for four months, and it was too late to save their season. Boom. Mic drop. Yeah, they had several issues. Uh, As we said when that happened, you don't fire Hall of Fame coaches. Uh, Bruce Cassidy was introduced in Vegas, wants to prove himself and bring a cup to Vegas. Good luck. NHL salary cap set at $82.5 million for next season. The uh, Canadians traded Shea Weber, or really they traded Shea Weber's contract to Vegas for Evgeny Dadanov. Uh, you remember he was did get traded at the deadline. They told him the deal was no good. The Ducks, I guess, tweeted, are you sure? Because they were the guys who were supposed to get him. Who cares? Bottom line is... Vegas can now take that $10-11 million that Weber makes, Scotty, and they can stash it away as long-term IR and be able to get all their guys out on the ice. Uh, so that helps Vegas in that aspect. Uh, former Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam will become the next owner of the Nashville Predators over a period of years. So he's going to be a minority owner and over the time buy more and more of the team. Of course, his brother Jimmy uh, is the owner of the Cleveland Browns in the NFL. 
So, yes, uh, Bill Haslam, going to be the owner in Nashville of the Predators. There you go. That is Get some of that oil yeah. money in Nashville, huh? Yes, that's right. Uh, NFL, before you get to Adam Kaplan, Tom Brady says his appetite to compete in the NFL is going to be gone soon. Well, God, when is it going to happen? Can it be now? Can he lose his appetite now? What, what, what why, does it have to be soon? I mean, why <laughs> would you come back if you're already saying things like, I'm not going to do this for much longer? Uh, you should have just stayed retired. I think he's another one. Like, what are you doing? You, 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 you oh. leave for three weeks, come back, and now you're already crying about how you've lost your appetite for uh, playing and your days are numbered. Does any of that make sense to anybody? Honestly, I don't even need it anymore. Go away. Thanks for everything. Just please let that end poorly this year uh, in Tampa. Just please uh, I think let it, will. it end poorly. I hope so. Uh, we talked about Lamar Jackson yesterday. Uh, still no new contract. Here he is, Scotty, talking to the media. Wouldn't really say much more than he's had conversations. Said it quite a few times and didn't really say whether or not he's going to show up uh, to training camp on time without that contract. Here's Lamar. Do you plan to have a conversation about the contract before the season begins? Oh, we actually did. We, we did. You know, it's a conversation. That's all. We're just keeping it private. Just. Is it you and Eric just doing the one-on-one -on -one talking? Uh, can you take us through any of that? Uh, we having a conversation. <laughs> so. Is it going to continue during the season? We having a conversation. <laughs> you are. I don't think he wants to I talk about it. Yes, I do. Watch the national guys talk. A lot of them say they wouldn't step on the field with your brand of football without a deal. Do you buy into that? No, no, nah, nah, I don't buy into it at all. You know, I play football. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. He'll get all his money, and they'll get ripped off. Let's go to Minka Fitzpatrick now, Scotty. Of course, he got that fat new deal in Pittsburgh. Here he is saying just because he got paid does not mean he's going to stop playing hard. He's going to earn his paycheck. And he talks about the bad playoff loss last year for the Steelers. Here's Minka. And obviously last year was not to our standard at all. And I know myself, TJ, Cam, all of us were, were, were not happy or pleased at all with, with the way the season ended, uh, especially how, you know, in that playoff game. Uh, was an embarrassment, honestly. Uh, was was um, not not our typical selves, and um, that's that's what motivates us. You know, obviously the money the money is a blessing, and the money is uh, uh, creates opportunity for everybody around us and in our families. But uh, you know that when you say the money, it's, it's more about uh, what they're saying with the money. They're saying, hey, look, we trust you to be the best and prepare to be the best and compete against the best and play A++ on a consistent basis. So it's more uh, uh, so of that, that 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 I'm trying to hold myself to rather than just saying, oh, I got paid, so now I got to play well. It's, you know, these guys trust me with this amount of money and this amount of responsibility. So now it's my duty to go out there and, and, and play at a high level and, and show them that I deserve this compensation. Yeah, listen, I, I think he's the best safety in the league, and I, I frankly don't think that money is that much to begin with at 18 per, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, the money they give these receivers and quarterbacks and pass rushers, uh, the money that they give the number one safety in the league is like being homeless. And I'll tell you what, this guy's an absolute badass. And again, 
Uh, I think they're a lot better than anybody thinks they are uh, with that defense and that coach and that staff. And even with Brian Flores added to that staff, and people have written them off. Good luck. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, Pharrell, back on uh, Coast to Coast. Adam Kaplan is our NFL insider on SportsGrid, and I'm surprised, Carver High, that he's not on the leaderboard at the U.S. Open and uh, as a qualifier. He's getting ready for a big tournament in early July in Hershey, PA, and he is planning on winning that golf tournament and trying to lure me there as well to be involved. But we got a lot to talk about with the NFL today, uh, Adam, including your 22 NFL preseason quarterback rankings. Here we go. Based on talent, arm strength, athleticism, progression reading, coachability, and durability. Let's go down the list. So what I've done, Pharrell, is on that information, plus that information and talking to teams about working with these players, how do they see them? And, and asking coaches who I know and executives I know with these teams to be honest about it. I know a lot of people think Josh Allen is the top quarterback in the league. He's terrific, okay? He's great. He started off his career very rocky, and he got his accuracy fixed. It's a great job of coaching by Brian Dayball and Ken Dorsey, who's now the OC of the Bills. But I've got Tom Brady still at number one. Why? Durability, coachability, best quarterback in NFL history. I know he turns 45 in August. Folks, show me how Tom Brady's dropped off. I don't know anyone who's willing to say on the record, even behind the scenes, that Tom Brady has, 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 has leveled off here. So he's my number one quarterback, and Josh Allen is number two. Wow. Uh, I'm stunned that you still think that he's the best quarterback in the NFL at his age, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I don't argue with the, the rings. I, I don't argue with the past. Uh, I'm in the moment. And even Aaron Rodgers, who – fails in title games, it seems, regularly. Uh, but I got to tell you, what he does week to week uh, in the NFL, he's won back-to-back MVPs. I'd put him above him already. I mean, just Beautiful. right there. just He wins the MVP every year. The guy goes out and dominates the NFL. If he's not the best quarterback, and, and 
you know, look what the money he's making now. I mean, and I don't know who is. Okay, on your point here, I ta- see, I'm taking this. It's not an MVP vote. I'm taking regular season. Aaron Rodgers is the regular season champion. He's tremendous in the regular season. You and I talked after that Niners game where they lost at home. Their offense was dreadful. I know the weather wasn't great, but the Niners found a way to win. He didn't play well that game. I'm looking at the playoffs as well. For whatever reason, Rodgers has not been, been as good. I know that the competition obviously gets, gets tougher. I've got Rodgers at number five. I got Allen at two, as I mentioned. Stafford. You and I argued about Stafford last season. To me, Matthew Stafford has got it. 40 touchdown passes. Terrific in the, reg- the regular season. Took up a notch in the playoffs when it was needed. He won a Super Bowl. This is what happens when you surround these great, talented quarterbacks with guys who could actually catch the football. You know in Detroit he suffered with very little talent around him. They put talent around him in L.A., and he wins the Super Bowl. He was brilliant. Patrick Mahomes, I don't know what happened in the second half against that Bengal game. He's still excellent. He's still elite. He's a better athlete than Stafford. Stafford's a better passer. You, you want to have Mahomes over Stafford? I'm not going to argue. And there you go. I got Rodgers at number five. To me, Pharrell, there's something going on with him in the playoffs. I could not have him in my top four. Fair enough. Uh, and you think that, uh, and you you said earlier on this show, not today, but in previous shows, that you still believe that, uh, that Brady's going right back to the playoffs, going to win the division. Oh. And they're going to be in the you know deep in the playoffs, NFC Championship type game against uh, the Rams, and and that still holds water for you. You got uh, Russell Wilson at seven and Joe Burrow at eight. I got to tell you, I, I've said this before. I thought Russell Wilson uh, in his two Super Bowl years was uh, a great quarterback, and I'm not convinced at all anymore that he's all this. And I I'd, I'd take Joe Burrow over him six ways till Sunday. All right, let's look at Russell Wilson. I know th- this is where the con- this is where people are not going to agree with me. I get it. Russell Wilson had a bad finger injury last season. He got it surgically repaired midseason, came back. It clearly wasn't right physically. Look the way Russell Wilson played in 2020 for the first half before Pete Carroll micromanaged that offense. He was headed for an NFL record 56 touchdowns. Incredible, 28 in the first half. Second half of the season, Pete Carroll thought the defense had to get off the field. They had to run the ball more. We know how that works. It doesn't work. And when you try to take the ball away from Russell Wilson and take it out of his hands, he's not going to be as effective. So look for him to throw the ball more. They're great everywhere around him. They're going to throw the ball in Denver with Nate Hackett. The head coach is also going to call the plays. Russell Wilson will revive his career. He's still terrific. One of the best deep ball throwers in NFL history. And Joe Burrow. What a season he had coming back from the ACL. That was terrific. Really good quarterback. Did a great job. He's got great talent around him now. And you know what I like, Pharrell? Also, they added three new starters in the offensive line, which they had to do. I'm a little bit more bullish on Russell Wilson than others. I will be vindicated. You watch. Russell Wilson will get around 40 touchdowns this season. All right. So um, I, I got to figure out the rest of this. I, so for me, after, you know, at, let's just say after the top 10, it, it just is irrelevant anyway. Like who cares who's ranked after the top 10, yeah. but some of them, uh, I have a, uh, you know, I got to ask you about some of these Carson Wentz, you have 15 and he has been an unmitigated disaster in the NFL. And you also have Jared Goff at 21. My daughter 
is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. He is the worst. I mean, that guy, and it's it's fitting he's in Detroit with that crappy franchise because he's crappy as a quarterback, and everybody knows it. And and his days of being their starting quarterback are over. One year, done. That'll be the end of that. And then you won't even hear of him again. Well, contract structure, the Lions can walk away from the contract and not owe him a dime after the season. But l- let me get back to Carson Wentz, right? I've got it 15. Matt Ryan, who's replacing him in Indy at, at 14. Carson Wentz is still gifted. He had a good season. He closed poorly. But part of the way that I grade these players is coachability and durability. He did. He had a stress fracture, which got repaired during the preseason. He did, still didn't miss a game sure, that showed toughness. But the biggest issue is coachability and reliability. When the owner goes after the player publicly, it's never good. It rarely happens. And so did the general manager, Chris Ballard. So it shows where the leadership is. That's why I can't have him hire. But he had a good season. This is probably going to be it for him in Washington with Ron Rivera. If he doesn't get it done here, he's done as a starting quarterback. He'll just be a journeyman. He does turn 30 next year. Matt Ryan, durable, not a great athlete, coachable, tough, leader. Carson Wentz is a better passer, but Matt Ryan, he's what they need for two seasons in Indy. They'll be a better football team. They'll back him, and you, as we know, again, it did not end well with Wentz, and this is his last chance. Wow. So um, let me get this straight. All right, so uh, you have Justin Herbert uh, as the sixth best quarterback in the NFL, and, um, you know, I don't deny the guy's talented, but, uh, you know, they just don't do anything ever. Uh, they, they never do anything. And you can, I'm not going to blame him for that. Uh, they got a lot more issues than their quarterback. Their quarterback is definitely not their problem. But uh, you got him uh, at, at six. You got Dak at nine and Lamar Jackson at 10. And I, I think Lamar Jackson's about to make $45 million a year. And uh, Dak Prescott I think most people, you know, the Cowboys are on national television just about every week for a reason, because of him. And then people think they suck, but they love watching Dak Prescott play football. And I got to tell you, uh, at least they make the playoffs. They did. They won the division last season, but the odds are against them to make it to do it two years in a row. We haven't had a repeat winner uh, in the NFC since 2004 and 2003 when the Eagles did it, but Dak was beat up last season physically. He didn't play great. He didn't have a lot of help. He'll bounce back, but I'd rather have Burrow over him. Wilson's a better passer. Dak could do a lot. Now, they got to protect him. I'm worried about their offensive line. I have him in my top 10. Lamar Jackson, not asked to throw the ball a lot. One of the things I do love about him is when he does throw it, he's got really good touch on his downfield passes. With Lamar, though, you, you have to take the running into it. That's why he's still, though, he's not a great passer. He runs the ball so well. He's special. I mean, even better than Steve Young. You and I grew up with Steve Young. You could take him up another notch. Special in that area. But, again, he's not asked to throw a ball a lot. How do you rank a guy in the top five, for instance, like, like Mark Jackson, if he doesn't throw it that much? So I don't have him up there. Now, the guy that I know people want me to rank higher is Derek Carr. There's so much hype on Derek Carr this year with Josh McDaniels. Good quarterback. Pretty adorable. Fine player. I got him at 12. I'm not ranking him higher now Deshaun Watson okay 2020 last time he played he was brilliant the record was terrible he wasn't the problem he played great football didn't play last season though he was healthy this year we know he's probably going to get suspended could be a while we'll find out relatively soon I believe but the bottom line is with Deshaun Watson he can't be in the top 10 
because you got to be available for your football team. So there's no way with a guy who's got these allegations against him, he could be a top 10 quarterback. No love for your boy Jalen Hurts or Mac Jones. Nope. Here's why. Jalen Hurts, players love him, coaches love him. That's great. Coachability, durability, pretty good, though he played with an ankle injury to show toughness. Doesn't have a great arm. Okay. He's not going to wire you with a lot. Definitely can run. Now, I will tell you, though, uh, my understanding is in an off, their offseason program with the Eagles, much better in the progression reading. But that's seven on seven, Pharrell. That's a passing drill. We got to see what he looks like in training camp. He did not throw the ball well last season. That's a fact. I know they made the playoffs. They were the NFL's best running team since week six. He's got to be a better passer going forward. So you have uh, Trey Lance over Danny Dimes. It's 25 and 26, Jones at 26. You got a guy at, at 25. Now, at, at those numbers, I, I really don't even know his name at this point. When you're ranking somebody 25th, I don't even care. But he, he's never played. So, But Daniel Jones plays every week. and you. So that must be that you just think the future's bright for Trey Lance because he's never done a do. damn thing in the NFL. No, that's fair. Okay, that's he, he played a little bit last year, but not very much. But the fact of the matter is, where they are now, remember, Daniel Jones... They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. The Giants didn't. They're looking at his situation with this new coaching staff. Their hope is that Brian Dayball, just like he fixed and corrected all the issues with Josh Allen, he could reach this player, Daniel Jones. Now, my understanding, talking to my Giants people, the one issue that Daniel Jones has got to be, that we've got to change, is he's got to be freer. Stop being tight. Don't be afraid to make a mistake like you were with Joe Judge and that staff. Going forward, he's he just got to let it loose because they're talented enough. Pharrell, the Giants address their offensive line. Their, off of, their offensive line is going to be better. They have decent enough pass targets. Saquon Barkley is healthy. He also uh, is on the final year of his rookie deal here. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. So um, well, his, his, his five years are up here. This is the last year. on uh, This is his fifth-year option year. He's got to play better to, go f- to, to be with them next year, but he's there this year. Everything is there for Daniel Jones, Pharrell, to be better, but he's got to take it upon himself to be more consistent. So Trubisky's the fifth highest winning percentage in the league the last five years, but you have Davis Mills above him. Davis Mills is as bad as Drew Locke. Oh no, not even. What are you? What yeah, are you he is. He's Locke. awful. No, he's awful. Drew Locke is he's brutal. Awful. Drew he was Locke. awful at Stanford. Drew. He's awful now. He's horrible. Drew Locke will be the starter for Seattle this season. Mark it down. Number two. When you look at Trubisky, I get it, but first of all, he may not even start. Your guy Kenny yeah, Pickett. Don't be shocked if he wins the starting job. I mean, come on. You told me how much they loved uh, Mitchell Trubisky in Buffalo as the backup. And he and, and he did. went to two playoff games in Chicago. Blame they that crappy coach and GM for the problems in Chicago. Not Mitch. And Davis Mills is hair dryer steady and everybody knows. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, fast forward for all your face on the Perella finish. Vince McMahon stepping aside as WWE CEO during the investigation into alleged misconduct. His daughter, Stephanie, will take over. Brazilian fisherman confessed to killing a British journalist and his guide deep in the Amazon and then burying them. Horrifying proposal for airplane seating uh, confirms the future of coaches being knocked unconscious. Here's the bottom line, uh, Carver High. They're going to have tiers of seating where you'll be sitting here and then the row in front of you will be above you so that the guy's ass is right in your face as he's ripping ass the entire flight from Vegas to New York when a guy's keister in your face. Oh, this is horrifying. Rafa and his wife are having their first child. Bam Margera is missing, but they found him, so he's back in rehab. That guy's a mess. Alaska school thought the students were getting milk for breakfast. Instead, they got floor sealant and started chugging it for breakfast. The kids love it with their cookies. Post Malone reveals he can write most of his lyrics while on the crapper. Also, uh, he had his first baby today with his girlfriend. 80s Brooklyn cocaine cake man, a step closer to freedom from a 75-year double murder rap because the case was built by a dirty rogue cop. Herschel Walker admits for the first time ever he has a second son and sissy wasn't hiding him as he goes around giving everyone advice about being a father and black fathers. Have you ever seen this guy ranting about people leaving the home and leaving women with the children? And then he's been hiding a kid his whole life. Oh my God. Houston four-year-old gets an unintentional vasectomy during a hernia surgery. Whoops. I would sue the living hell out of that hospital. Parents mortified after the son drops cable in a store. Play toilet. The kid crawled up. On the yammer and b- <laughs> busted off. <laughs> he busted off a deuce in the store. In the store, so like the the, the window toilet. I love that kid. Have a great Father's Day. We'll see you Monday. Great job, GT. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.